welcome to Dear Sparrow's podcast. We're moving right along with our Proverbs series. Um, this is going to be wrapping up soon, so I'd love to hear feedback for what you guys would like to see upcoming uh, for the end of the summer and into the fall. Uh, always, always, always open for suggestions and things like that. So yeah, keep us posted with things like that. I love getting feedback um, and hearing what the Lord's doing and speaking to you and all the different things. So this week we are in verses 16 through 18. She considers the field and buys it. Out of her earnings, she plants a vineyard. She sets about her work vigorously. Her arms are strong for her task. She sees that her trading is profitable and her lamp does not go out at night. So this is kind of the money one. Um, This is the one about talking about that she's wise with her money. I highly, highly, highly recommend doing the Dave Ramsey financial piece thing. It kicks my butt just about every month, but it has been helping. Um, I took the class a couple of years ago and I have the app that I put in things every month and I try and budget. But the blessing of it is when you budget well and you save well, you're able to do things um, like take big trips or have money for savings or have extra money to buy that dress of a lifetime and things like that. So really looking at that and his story is really cool. He and his wife were about to declare bankruptcy and they were on the brink of losing everything and he really just reached the point where he he looked to the bible and how to manage his money and now he's you know a bajillionaire and and he does things in it but it's really cool looking at you know he's very insistent on making sure that we're paying god first and then we are focused on bills and things like that and the financial piece of it is to live truly a debt-free life and that is a really wonderful thing and that's really what this verse is focusing on is looking at how to use your money appropriately and wisely, how to be a good saver, and how to how to spend it wisely, too. I think a big thing, you don't want to be Ebenezer Scrooge. You don't want to be a bajillion years old and, and just hoard all your money. You want to do good. You want to, because money is, we are stewards of money. And so if the Lord has blessed you with money, you do have a responsibility to use it, you know, to to what the Lord would use, because ultimately it's all his anyway. And so making sure we are being good stewards of the money that we have, but we're also being wise with saving things um, and looking out for, you know, our future generations and things like that. So that's kind of cool, like navigating that. Again, really look into the Dave Ramsey series. Um, It's a few weeks that you do, and there's a workbook and everything, but it really does offer a vehicle to... Learn how to use your money well. Um, but also, there's the idea of investing your money. And I think something that really gets overlooked, you hear investing your money and you think automatically like stock market or business startup. But I think investing your money in things for the Lord. And that doesn't always mean the tithe bucket at church. It can also mean things that, you know, you see a, a single mom and she's struggling, you know, blessing her, and you don't have to attach your name to it. You can give in secret. And you can give to help her and her kids or investing in people with our time and our energy and our efforts. And I think that's a big, big thing I've seen throughout my life. Um, As I've said before, I I work a lot with youth. And that is one of the biggest blessings of my life is to get to pour and invest in these kids. And I don't just do it because I get some weird spiritual high off of it for, like, helping someone else. And I don't do it because then people are like, oh, look at you, you're helping people. No, no, no. I mean, truly getting to see the Lord groom up these people and that you get to be 
present for that and you get to be somebody that they trust and there is really there is no word to describe how much of a blessing that is but also looking at them pour into other people and at times even pour into you and bless you in your life is it's really mind-blowing and I think that's something that should not be taken for granted and I think that's something that we should look at you know when we're talking about investing we're talking about money and stuff but there's also investing time because time is money right so the other part really of this verse is saying that she works hard so she makes sure that things are doing well so she's keeping a good eye on the things that she's running but she works really hard she's not a slouch she doesn't just show up to her job put in like the bare minimum and leave. She, she goes over and beyond. And that's something of the going the extra mile that we are really called to as Christians. Because if you, if your profession, whatever profession you're in, more than likely there is some point in your day in which you have a conversation with another human. You're not solely on a robot kind of thing. And really looking that you are going the extra mile with the people around you, not just for your job, but for investing in them and loving on them and getting to know them as people. I think that's something really to be said, but also at your job, you know, if you have the opportunity to do a little bit more, not being a doormat, but doing more good than just what you're asked to do. I think that's one of my favorite things. My favorite show all time, Boy Meets World. And at the very end of the series, Mr. Feeney, who is like my role model as a teacher, um, he sends the kids out and he says, go do good. And they're like, don't you mean do well? You know, English teacher. No, do good. And that is something that really stuck with me. I watched that for the first time in like 1998. And that just for the past 21 years has really stuck. I mean, no, the show ended in 99, didn't it? Or 2000. I don't know. 20 years ago. That, that came on and that just really stuck with me through life just thinking about doing good um, when we look at it in the context of what can we do today that is good and bless those around us our mindset's going to change a lot towards a lot of things and I think even money and when we ask the Lord how do you want me to spend my money that's an even bigger thing when we bring him in on those big financial decisions and believe it or not have testimony, the Lord will actually really bless you when you ask him about things for your money. I have this thing now, and I'll admit it on this podcast, because why not, where if I'm going to spend more than $30, um, I will ask the Lord if it's all right. Now, there's some exceptions to the world. Like, if gas is $31, I'm pretty sure Jesus is chill if I spend $31 on gas instead of $29 just because it went up a few cents. But for the most part, I, I will go and ask, and, and normally I don't get a response. Normally it's just kind of quiet, and that's okay. And and I think through it, and I'm like, do I really need this thing? But there was a big purchase I was going to make about um, a month ago, and I asked the Lord. I was like, okay, I'm pretty surefire. This is what I'm supposed to do. Should I buy it? $150. Um, I think I'm investing this well. Is it cool to spend it? And I, I kid you not, I heard with the utmost of clarity, wait. And so I know if God says wait, God says anything, you should be obedient to it. And so I was obedient to it, and I just stopped. I was like, okay, then I will wait. And so I, I did not. And turns out within like three or four weeks of me waiting and not 
ordering the thing I thought I was going to, it turned out that there was no need for it at all. And if I had not listened, I would have wasted $150. That is not always going to happen. But what I'm saying is, when we invite God in with our finances, and we make God our God, and God the ultimate head of those things, and not money, and we don't worship money, we don't look at money as the end all, you will be surprised how your outlook and your heart towards money just really does change. And I think you'll realize, too, we don't need all the things we think we need. I saw a good little, I don't know what you call those things, but it's a quote, but it's not a quote, but it's in a meme format, but it's not a meme, because a meme has to be a picture with a caption. But it was basically a meme, for lack of better, I'm slightly hip, but not fully hip. But it said, you know, there's really a wallet from Target and a wallet from Louis Vuitton are going to do the same purpose. They're both going to hold money. Shoes from Target versus shoes from Prada are both going to get you where you need to go. It doesn't matter the label and things like that. They're both going to serve the purpose that they are intending to serve. Now, I know there's the whole idea of, well, quality and whatever else, but for the most part... We are not doing anything super industrial. I understand if you need to spend some extra money on some hiking boots or something like that, or if it's a, it's a special occasion. But I think for the most part, when we look at it, it's I don't really, really, really need to go into Madewell. This is me speaking to me. And buy another pair of jeans. I've already got five pairs of jeans at home, and I'm good. I don't need another pair in the laundry pile. And I think when we look at things that, you know, we're investing our money well, but we're also making sure we don't spend our money foolishly. Um, Dave Ramsey does a good job of saying there's like the nerd and the free spirit. Um, it's very hard when you're single because you have to find where you get to be both. And there are times when you are both. And so the nerd is the saver. It's the one who wants to hold on to the money, you know, be wise with the money, hold on to it. Free spirit is like, but I just got this idea. Let's try this. And I think finding that happy medium, because there will be times when the Lord says, hey, you know, I want you to go buy an art set, and you don't know why. And perhaps the Lord wants to use that as something that it becomes an escape for you and that you get to enjoy painting or something like that. Or maybe it's for something for someone else. I've seen a lot of times where the Lord will send me on an errand to go buy somebody a gift, and it's makes them feel loved, and it's like the exact thing that they needed in their lives. And so looking at money as God's and how can we use money to bless others and bless him most ultimately. So hope that encourages you guys continuing on this whole Proverbs 31 um, kick and how we can live out that. So um, love getting your comments. So please keep those up and um, everything else. Again, August 10th. Uh, Redemption Books in Bonner, Virginia at 7 p.m. We are having the book uh, signing and speaking engagement event. It's going to be a total blast. I would love to see you guys there. would love to pray with you and just get to fellowship with you. Uh, Going to have a really good message. The Lord and I are working on that now, and I think it'll be fun. We're also going to be live podcasting, which will be super cool. I'm um, going to try and figure out kind of like a live Facebook stream of sort, too. I, I don't know. Is that lame? Put in the comments if that's lame. I don't know if that's lame or not. And also, there is a helicopter going overhead, so that's lovely. I appreciate that. Let me get the fly zone. But anyway, sorry about that. You know. Um, also, 
I will be teaching a class this fall uh, on creative writing. It's going to be virtual, but also a chance for in-person. It's a 16-week course, um, helping encourage students to find their voice in writing by first and foremost finding who they are in God through their own identity. Because it's when we know who we truly are that we are then and only then able to express ourselves in the way that we uh, can most share our hearts. So... I'm going to be following some great books by John Piper, John Eldridge. Um, Unveiled will be part of the curriculum as well. So if you are interested in that, please contact me. Uh, it's a very affordable rate for the course. It is a 16-week course and, again, um, available for online or in person. So, um, And if you are a homeschool student, it will be a homeschool credit that you are able to get towards graduation for English. So... Let me know if you were interested in that. But um, just want you guys to know, thank you for your support and for listening weekly to this podcast. Um, I count you all in my prayers, and I pray that this podcast is used solely for the Holy Spirit to really indwell in you and encourage you. Uh, Love hearing feedback. So thank you and be blessed.